Good morning. My name is Josh, if I don't know you, but you can call me Josh for short. Um, I'm the children's and youth pastor here at Rivers, and um, I had to come up on the stage, otherwise you wouldn't be able to see me, because I'm really short now. I go into the schools, and it's like those nightmares of being an, eight, an eight-year-old again, because I'm about as tall as a grade twoer, so all the grade twos just kind of crowd around me, and I just, at least I can like awkwardly wheel back, but that's about it at the moment, so. Um, who's ready for a Sunday school lesson this morning? Oh, 17 people. Awesome. Well, the rest of you, we're going to have to endure it. I'm going to tell you one of the coolest stories in the Bible this morning. Um, a lot of you know this story, but every time I hear, you know, you hear those same stories from the Bible and you're like, oh, yeah. But every time you hear them, you hear something new. So I just pray this morning that you'll be able to go, oh, wow, I didn't know that. Because we're going to read it exactly from the International Children's Bible, ICB. That's the version we're reading from this morning. Daniel chapter 6. I'm going to read out the white words. You guys are going to read out the red words. All right? So that's how it goes. So it should be up on the screen in any moment now. But while it's coming up, um, if you don't know about our awesome youth ministries at Rivers, we have our girls' brigade every Tuesday night at (laughs) 6.30. I knew that. I just had to check. Um, if you want to know more about that, you can see Leanne. She's got a badge on and she's waving her hands like a lunatic up the front here. Um, Boys Brigade on Wednesday night with Russell, who you saw before was doing the announcements. That is at 5.30 for the juniors. And then the older guys start at 7 o'clock. So if you want to know more about that, you can come see Russell. Friday night, we have our awesome youth group. Um, so we have our primary school youth group, which kicks off at 5.30, and our high school youth group kicks off at 7.30, finishing at 9.30. And we also have on a Wednesday morning, I'm trying to find Gretel, we have playtime, which is for mums and dads and kids that are not yet school age, and that's at 9.30. Is that right? 9 o'clock. Oh, there you go. Every Wednesday. So... Heaps of stuff happening in our church for young people. We have uh, about 350 children slash kids slash young people coming onto the church premises every week um, for our different youth ministries, which is pretty awesome. So that's why I get paid the big bucks to do that. So one day this is going to come up here. If it doesn't, I don't know what we're going to do. Maybe we can just practice our handstands or something like that. I'm not very good at them at the moment, but anyway. How are we going there, Will? We're getting it up there? It's going on the back screen. Maybe we'll all turn around at some stage if it works. But anyway. Um, So this is one of the coolest stories that we're going to learn this morning. It's about Daniel. And it's about how Daniel lived in a time when he and all his people were taken into captivity to Babylon. So they were like captured, taken as slaves. But Daniel was a pretty good guy. And he did some pretty good things. And all of the kings that he lived through actually really liked him. Because Daniel really didn't do much wrong. He was a guy that prayed to God a lot. And so he got a lot of cool things. So the story we're going to be learning this morning, Daniel's pretty old. I don't know how old he was, but he was, he was a pretty old man by this stage. And um, <laughs> it goes up on the back screen and then disappears. He was a pretty old guy by this stage, but he'd done such great things that he was given a lot of responsibility. And... Oh, no, that's not it. Oh, here we go. That'll do. Let's just do that. Yay, awesome. Let's give the guys a clap up the back. Well done. And I can click through it. Awesome. (laughs) All right, here we go. Darius thought it would be a 
idea to choose 120 governors. They would through all of his kingdom. And he chose three men as supervisors over those 120 governors. Was one of these three supervisors. See, that's why Daniel was a good guy. The king set up these men so that he would not be cheated. Daniel showed that he could do the work than the other supervisors and the governors. Because of this, the king planned to put Daniel in charge of the kingdom. So Daniel was so awesome that the king was like, you know what? You are going to be in charge of the whole country. You are basically me, except you're not. That's what he was saying. All right. So the other supervisors and the governors tried to find reasons to... Daniel, what does accuse mean? Someone, anyone know what accuse means? What does it mean? Yes, it means to point at someone and say, you did that when they actually didn't. So these guys were jealous of Daniel. They're like, why should he be the, the guy in charge of the whole kingdom? Let's find a way to take him down. All right. But he went on doing the business of the government and they could not find wrong with him. So they could... Accuse him of doing anything wrong. Daniel was, what does trustworthy mean? Someone up the front here? Yes. Excellent. Trustworthy means they can trust you to do something important. They can trust you to do anything. And that's like Daniel. They couldn't find anything wrong with him. Now, I don't know about you, but if someone came to my house, they could probably find lots of things that were wrong with me, as they could with you. But Daniel was such a good, faithful guy. They couldn't find anything wrong because he was trustworthy. He was, we're up to here. He was not lazy and did not cheat the king. Finally, these men said, we will find any reason to accuse Daniel, but we find something to complain about. It will have to be about the law of his. Ooh. So... Do you think these guys believed in God? No, they weren't following God because they believed in lots of different gods. So Daniel was still faithful to our God, the real God. Let's see what happens. So the supervisors and the governors went as a group to the king. They said, King Darius, live forever. (laughs) What a suck up, hey? That's what you say to your parents or your teacher if you want something. Oh, miss, your hair looks really nice today. Can I have an A for my assignment? Thanks. The supervisors, assistant governors, governors, and the people who advise you, and the captains of the soldiers have all on something. We think the king should make a law that would have to obey. No one should to any god or man except to our king. That's a bit weird, don't you think? That everyone has to pray to the king. All right, so let me, let me, I'm actually going to see if this works. All right, so I'm going to pray to Russell right now. Okay, so I'm just going to pray. Okay, what did I say? <laughs> no, I said, can I have some fish and chips for lunch, please? But you didn't. So you can't pray to a person. That doesn't work. It doesn't make sense. So this is a, this is a really weird law that the king's putting in. I think the king's a little bit... The cheese might have fallen off the cracker, I think. But anyway, this should be done for the next 30 days. Anyone who doesn't will be thrown into the den. Oh my gosh, that's crazy. So basically, if you don't pray to the king, you get eaten by lions. That escalated really quickly right there, I think. But anyway, 
Now our king, make the law, write it down so it be changed. The laws of the Medes and Persians cannot be cancelled. So King Darius made the law and had it written. When Daniel heard that the new law had been written, he went to his house. He went to his upstairs room. The windows of that room opened toward Jerusalem because Jerusalem was where God had put his temple. And that's where they prayed to God. Three times each day, Daniel got down on his knees and he prayed and thanked just as he had done. This is pretty crazy. So the law in the country at the moment is you cannot pray to God. It's against the law. But what does Daniel do? He prays. I wonder why he would do that. Why would he still pray to God? If it's against the law, why would he pray to God? Let's find out. Then those men went as a group and found Daniel. They saw him and asking for help. So they went to the king. They talked to him about the law he had made. They said, didn't you write a that says no one may pray to any God or man except our king? Doesn't it say that who disobeys during the next 30 days will be thrown into the den? Oh, you can see what's going to happen here. The king answered, I wrote that law and the laws of the Medes and Persians be cancelled. Then those men spoke to the king. They said, is one of the captives from Judah and he is paying attention to the law you wrote. Daniel still to his three times day. Oh my goodness. They have set Daniel up big time. They're like, this dude is breaking your law, king. He is not praying to you. He's praying to God. So let's, I don't know, chuck him to the lions. That's pretty extreme. So Daniel has been faithful his whole life to God. And here it is, his moment to die. Let's see what the king does. The king became very upset when he heard this. He decided he had to Daniel. He worked until sunset to think of a way to save him. So the king really liked Daniel. He didn't put him in the lion's den straight away. He waited all day trying to think, what can I do to save Daniel? Then those men went as a group to the king. They said, our king, the law of the Medes and Persians, it says that no law or command given by the king can be. So King Darius gave the order. They brought Daniel and him into the den. There he goes. And that's the end of the story. Is it? Hmm. Now you want to see all his guts now, don't you? Is that what you want to see? All right, let's have a look. The king said to Daniel, Mather, you serve all the time, save you. Now this is crazy because the king who doesn't believe in God, says, Daniel, you're faithful to your God. If he's real, and I hope he is now, then I hope he saves you. May he save you. A big stone was brought. It was put over the opening of the lion's den. Then the king used a signet ring to put his special seal on the rock. That's not a seal as in an animal. That would be weird. He means that he, he made his, his ring got really hot, I think, is what they do. And then they put it into the rock so that you can see that the king has been here and he has ordered it. And he used the rings of his royal officers to put their seals on the rock also. 
This showed that could move that rock and bring Daniel out. Hmm. Then King Darius went back to his palace. He did eat that night. He did not. Whoops, I said it too. Have any entertainment brought to entertain him? That's a great sentence, International Children's Bible. And he could sleep. So the king felt sick. I don't know if you've ever been so worried in your life that you haven't been able to sleep. Has anyone had a night like that before? I've had lots of nights like that where you're so worried about something that's happened. Maybe you're really sad. Because the king, what would, king, what would the king have thought? He would have thought Daniel was what? Dead. He thought, man, Daniel was like the coolest guy and now he's dead. So he didn't want any entertainment because the king could have anything. He could say, all right, I want to watch a racing car race. Or well, there was no cars back then, but he could say, I want to watch a sport or I want to watch some people dancing or I want some food. I want whatever I want. But he didn't want anything. He was that worried. The next morning... King Darius got up at, okay, by the way, he didn't sleep. It doesn't mean he got up as in he got awake. It means he got out of his bed at dawn. What time's dawn, by the way? Anyone know? Yeah, when, what time in the morning, though? When, when the sun comes up, right? So whenever that is. At the moment, it's about like, what is it, like quarter past four or 4.30 or something in the moment? The sun gets up. A bit later now, maybe five o'clock. So he gets up really, 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 really early in the morning, before breakfast, before anything like that. He hurried to the lion's den. As he came near the den, he was Because he thought he was dead. But anyway, he called out to Daniel. He said, Servant of the living, has your God that you worship been able to save you from the And here is one of the coolest moments in the whole Bible. I love this part. And there's red words right at the start. So you have to read them. Here we go. Are you ready? Oh, my gosh. Daniel answered. My king, live forever. He's been a suck up now too. My king, live forever. My sent his to the lion's mouths. They have hurt me because my... Knows I am innocent. I did anything wrong to you, my king. Wow. Can you imagine? Now, just, just back up a minute here, right? Just imagine being thrown into a den of lions. Like, we read this story and, like, oh, that's a nice story. But actually, this actually happened. Like, this is not a made up story. This is real. So, I was thinking about this the other day. And I want you to think about being thrown into a den of lions and the rock closed over so it's completely dark. You can hear them licking their lips. You can hear them roaring. And you have to stay there all night and they don't even go near you. Isn't God amazing? Like that is amazing. I've seen lions when I went to Africa. They were awesome. I would not want to get too close to them though because they could eat you alive. But being locked in a cave with them, that's pretty crazy. And Daniel lives because God saves him. I love that picture, by the way. That's a really cool picture. Let's see what happens next. Oh, by the way, this next part, can I just say, and this is a serious part, it goes from the coolest story in the Bible to, I think, one of the worst moments in history. And you'll see why. This is, to me, one of the saddest things that's ever happened. Here we go. King Darius was very... That's good. He told his servants to lift Daniel of the lion's den. So they lifted him out and did not find 
injury on him. Nothing. No injuries at all. Not even a scratch. This was because Daniel had in his... Now that part's all good. This part to me is really sad. Then the king gave a command. The men who had accused Daniel were brought to the lion's den and thrown into it. Now that part I kind of understand. They got punished. But ready for this part? Their wives and children were also thrown into it. The lions grabbed them before they hit the floor of the den and the lions crushed their bones. Now you imagine if your mum or dad went to work and they did something wrong and they got put in a lion's den and they went, actually, because your mum or dad did something wrong, you've actually got to come and go into the lion's den too. That's pretty unfair, don't you think? But on a serious note, I think that is one of the most disgusting and horrible things that the king had, had done. And I reckon God was pretty angry about that as well. Then King Darius wrote a letter. It was to all people and all nations, to those who spoke every language in the world. This is pretty cool because because Daniel trusted God, look what happens next. This is the letter that goes out to everybody. So everybody got this in their mailbox. I wish you wealth. I am making a law. This law is for people in part of my kingdom. All of you must and the of Wow. Everybody now, instead of worshipping me, don't worship me. You all must worship God. That's crazy. Because Daniel trusted God, that's what he gets to do. And look what, look what King Darius writes about God. He says, Daniel's God is the God. He lives His kingdom will be destroyed. His will never end. God and people. God does mighty in heaven and on earth. God, Daniel, from the power of the lions. Wow. And this is the very last bit. So Daniel was successful during the time that Darius was king. This was also the time that Cyrus the Persian was king. How cool is that? That is to me one of the coolest stories in the Bible, that Daniel got thrown into a den of lions, but God saved him. All right, so now we're going to do... The Rivers Kids guys will know what to do now, but you guys are going to have to do this now too. Now we have small group time, which is a bit different for church. So what I want you guys to do is maybe with two, three or four people around you, um, I want you to get into a group and I want you to ask each other these questions. All right, I'm going to give you seven minutes, 33 seconds and 94 microseconds, and then we'll come back. I hope you had a good chat with your buddies about all that kind of stuff. Um, I had an awesome small group with my guys. That was really fun. We're very excited about the Boys Brigade camp next week. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go along, so it'll be lots of fun. I hope there's... Is there a swimming hole? Tell me there's a swimming hole there. Oh, good. Because I can actually swim. Because one of the things the boys prayed for, and I know a lot of you people are praying for this as well, just really quickly, is for me to walk again, which is cool. It's almost a year since I've been in a wheelchair now, which is pretty crazy. It doesn't, it's gone pretty quick. But I can actually do that. I can move my legs. That, that's actually quite a lot on that one. So there you go. So it's getting there. That's good. Yeah. So keep praying. My doctor's very excited. I have a lot of pain at night time. So much nerve pain. I hardly slept last night. I'm going to go home and sleep after this. Um, but I think my doctor thinks that's the nerves trying to send the messages to get the legs moving. So especially if I do a lot of movement, I get a lot of pain afterwards. So I'm going to stop now. So I don't have too much pain. But um, keep praying for that. And um, 
I hope you guys had a bit of fun this morning uh, remembering that story. We don't actually, I don't think we've shared that story in church for I don't know how long because we think of it as a kid's story, but I hope you got something out of it. So I'm going to pray for all of us and then we're going to kick on with one last song. So Father, thank you so much for this morning. I just thank you for, uh, especially want to thank you for the Boys and Girls Brigades and the guys from Rivers Kids that are here as well. Just pray that you bless them, help them to have an awesome week, help them in their studies. God, we really pray for, I pray for especially for Russell and for Leanne. God, as they lead the brigades, would you really bless them, Father? Would you give them wisdom to know what to do? Um, Give them great ideas for fun games and fun camps. We especially pray for the camp this weekend that the boys would have an awesome time, that the families um, would really get a lot out of it as well. And God, I especially want to pray, really, really want to pray this morning for people in this church that feel like they're in the lion's den, that they're stuck in a place where um, they just can't get out of. Would you get them out, Father? Would you save them just as you saved Daniel? Would you um, wrap your loving arms around them, God? Would you take, move the stone away and give them life and life to the full? I really pray for that in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. And if anyone here is actually struggling this morning, you feel like you're in the lion's den, you feel like you're in a wheelchair like me and you've got some things going on, please come and chat with me. Uh, or Dave up the back there, that's our senior pastor. If you haven't met Dave, he's waving up the back there. Come and have a chat with us. Or even better, chat with someone you know and, and ask them for help. Don't, don't stay in the lion's den alone. You're, not, you're never alone, okay? I want you, everyone to know that you're never alone. There's always people that want to help you. So be blessed. Have an awesome week.